Welcome back to my best friends and engineer. I'm Libby. I'm Lexi. And, um, let's get the show <laughs> on the road. We're, we're recording this the day after we talked to Kayla, so it is 11 a.m. Yes, we have no recap, um, but... It's we not even thinking. that early. I'm <laughs> so tired. Yeah. <laughs> we're both chugging the coffee this morning, trying to get ready. But I guess we could talk about our upcoming weeks. Yeah. Since we already talked about last week. Since we don't have anything to recap. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you have on the plate, on the agenda this week? Um, let's see. Well, I am going on a family vacation nice. at the end of next week, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, we're leaving on Friday, and we're going to Disney, so that's really exciting. My family has not gone on, like, a family vacation in, like, probably five years, so... Exciting. It'll be exciting. Um, So that is like personal life and then work life. um, I'm taking Friday off because our flight is 6 a.m. on on Friday. Mm -hmm. So taking Friday off. And this will be the first time at work that I have to like give my projects to somebody. Because like, I don't know, the first couple years that I started, I didn't really take a long vacation because I felt like I was the new person. Like I wanted to make sure I was proving my worth or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, my boss is like, okay, we're going to have to have to turn over and, like, give your projects to someone else for the week. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So that'll be new and exciting. Hopefully, like, I have everything prepped for the person so that there's, like, not too much they have to worry about. And I think I'm going to bring my laptop with anyway. So, like, because I'm just so anxious. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I can't just leave my laptop. Um, so, yeah, I think the week is going to go by really fast, though, because I'll be, like, the beginning of week, the week, I'll be, like, getting my projects ready, and then at the end of the week, I'll be, like, giving them to somebody else, and then I'll be going on a vacation, so, so what fun. about you? Um, so I'll be on site again, probably every day this week, so I'll just keep busy that way. Um, I think I'm getting some samples back. Ooh! So we'll be closing out one part of the project, so then we'll start the last part. So then hopefully I'll be done soon, but yeah, on site every day, so I'll be keeping busy that way. Yeah, is this the one in Wisconsin or no Arlington Heights? No. Ar- Illinois. So okay, it's okay. only like forty-five minutes away. So okay. this one isn't bad. Not a bad drive, but it's good to get out of the house. Yeah, of like being fully remote. And but. you said the you get samples back. Is this from a lab? Um, yeah, well, they're getting sterilized. Ooh, so, fancy. Oh, little sterilization <laughs> vendor. <laughs> so can't wait to get those back. But, yeah. Yeah, nothing too crazy other than that. Just plug it along. Yeah. Starting the new year off right. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, before we go ahead and go into our goals for 2022, we asked on our Instagram stories what some of your goals were. If you guys want to participate in future episodes like this one, just make sure you're following us on Instagram at my best friends and engineer. So for this this episode, we asked our followers what their goals were for 2022. Sapphire.rs said to pass all my engineering classes with at least a CE, but hopefully a D. I think that is an awesome goal. I think it is crazy how hard some engineering classes can be. And I feel like as long as you're passing, that is an accomplishment. I know from personal experience, a lot of times like in the future, people don't necessarily care what grades you got, just as long as you can like go on to get a job, you know? So that is awesome. I am wishing you all the best. Savannah under slash Cole said, passing the FE and working towards a PE. I personally took the FE in November of 2019, so I feel your pain. Um, I hope you pass. I know it can be super stressful, but I feel like once you actually take the FE, like it's probably really not that bad. Like I know, like for me at least, looking back, I'm like, oh my God, that like really wasn't that bad. But leading up to it, I definitely was really anxious. So good luck and let us know. At underscore to find my soul underscore said to pass my PE exam. That is insane. So um, for those who don't know, the PE exam is to become a professional engineer. Um, I don't know all of the things that it can allow you to do, but I know personally for like mechanical, you can sign off on uh, certain drawings if you're a PE, but that is insane. Congratulations. So that means that, that they have passed their FE exam, which I feel like that is like... I don't know, the harder of the two, but I haven't taken my PE yet, so I don't actually know if that's the harder of the two, but good luck. Let us know how you do. Hopefully at the end of the year, when we do a recap of 2022, you can let us know whether or not you've passed your PE. 
I also picked out a few goals that we got that I wanted to read out loud. Uh, my first one is from Emma Seapold, and her goal is to learn as much as I can from the co-op I start this week. That is so exciting. Congratulations on your co-op offer. That is going to be a great experience to talk about during the job application process. Um, I personally did not do a co-op. I mainly did internships, but from what Libby has told me from her co-op experience, it just seems like you can dive into much more detail in these projects since they're a little bit longer. So awesome. Let us know how it goes. Um, so the second goal is from Madeline underscore. Her goal is to get settled into my first job out of college, avoiding imposter syndrome. That is awesome. Congratulations on your job offer. That is going to be a crazy trans transition from school to the workforce. Um, unfortunately, imposter syndrome is a very huge topic and honestly not really talked about in the industry. But our next episode actually will be talking about how to handle these new projects you're going to get and just kind of talking about that transition from school to the workforce in general. So stay tuned for that and hopefully you can get some tips from us and what we went through. And the last one is from Becca Katrin to pass my thermo class this semester. Oh man, I remember thermo. We I took two levels of it. Um, I think the second one is easier, so I don't know which one you're taking or you know if you have to take two, but it gets better. And remember, if you're overwhelmed, it's only a semester class. The semester will end and you will keep going, but that is an awesome goal and good luck. Okay, I think, well, do we want to get into maybe briefing what we want to talk about yeah. in this episode? So I think we'll talk about some achievements from this past year, I think, both personal and work-wise. Mm -hmm. And then we want to talk about our goals, you know, career-wise as well as personal, and then talking about our future career paths and yeah. future career goals. Yeah, I think this will be a good way for people to get to know us, too, because... Yeah, we have a couple things we want to talk about work-wise, personal-wise, and just wanting to give um, our listeners kind of an overview of what we do for our jobs and maybe like how we got how we got started in the beginning, um, kind of what we have been doing since working there. So, but we'll start off with achievements from twenty twenty one. It's good to look back. It's good to reflect. <laughs> do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? All right, I can go. Should we do every other? Yeah, we can okay, okay. Off. We'll do every other. Okay, so one big thing that I achieved this last year, I would say, is transitioning from one job to another company. So to give some background, we're going to talk about this a little more when we go into like my work experience. Um, so I was at a consulting firm, so a smaller firm, and then moved over to a bigger company um, because the consulting firm asked me to relocate. Um, which is something that I think it's important to talk about, especially if a company asks you to do things and how to handle that. Yeah. That were not in the like initial terms of your employment. So I ended up getting a role that kept me in the Chicago area rather than relocating to the East Coast, which at the, at that time I wanted. Maybe I'll end up in the East Coast one day. But, uh, <laughs> never say never. At the, yeah, at that time I was not ready to commit. So I ended up getting a very good opportunity over here. So that was a good... Um, goal and achievement that I just wanted to transition well, um, especially remote. It was a complete remote transition and I was on site every day at the East Coast job. So that was just crazy different. And you like got, you went through the application process all over again. Yeah. Like you think right when you get out of college, you kind of like do that and you, then you're like in the job, but you did it again. Yeah. <laughs> while working. So that was crazy. Working. So that we have a lot to talk about there. But yeah. How about you? Um, okay, achievement number one, I have, I got a raise at work, which was very unexpected and awesome. Um, it was nice. funny because my boss made me put my camera on, so like the anxious person that I am, I thought I was getting fired. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you wanted to see your face. <laughs> like, um, okay. He messaged me like in the morning and he was like, um, I, I'm going to put something on your calendar for this afternoon and I want it to be like with the cameras on. So mm -hmm. at least I like knew and I could put some makeup on yeah. and like look like a normal person and like make sure I had a nice background or whatever but yeah so he made me put my camera on he like told me I got a raise and I, or I think he said like you're doing a great job and we wanted to increase your salary and I was like what <laughs> I was like so confused because I don't know I guess that's just not something that I thought would happen within my first couple years of work so I wasn't really expecting it 
And so, yeah, and he's like, oh, I thought you'd be more excited. That's why I wanted to have the camera on. And I was like, no, I am. I'm just kind of shocked. I wasn't ready for that. I thought, I was like, I thought you were firing me. And he's like, what? No, we're not firing you. So, anyway, that was a good achievement for me for um, 2021. And just uh, want to keep those vibes going, manifesting another race, hopefully in 2022. Was that like your end of year review or was that just completely random? It was like so, it? I think it was like in August. So, okay, it was like so. super... Our end of the year reviews, our fiscal year ends in April, end of mm-hmm. April. So that's usually when we have our end of year reviews, like kind of right before the summer starts. So it didn't come up then. So that's kind of when I would expect yeah. it would happen. So that's why it was like super random. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. That's good. It's <laughs> Very nice. All right. On to your number two. Awesome. Yeah. So I started leading more projects at work with this new role. Um, So I think that was a big achievement, just like being able to know what I needed for that project instead of leaning on my manager or maybe like my mentor Mm -hmm. for that stuff. So I think that was something that I'm really happy I was able to do and experience throughout my job. So and just like working, I think in validation, you need to work with a lot of different departments, Um, you know, whether it's quality, manufacturing, you know, all those different, you know, departments go into planning for Mm -hmm. a project. Um, so I was able to get a lot of experience with that and kind of figuring out how to handle, you know, all that scheduling because some people want to do things on their own time yeah. and you're like, oh no, we need to do this first <laughs> before we plan. get, yeah. So I think that was, I'm really happy I was able to do that. Did you do a lot of projects in your consulting? Like, no, was it that was, it was a like, different change yeah, for you? Yeah, definitely. So for the consulting one, I was on one big project. Um, and it was just a very routine doing the same thing. So that was more execution. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can go into like the differences with the validation of what goes into that. But it was just literally a routine. Just do this every day. Yeah. Get it done. Get these tests done. Um, versus this one where I wasn't necessarily doing the execution. I was kind of just planning the whole validation. Seeing what goes into like what's required to get that product or whatever it was validated. So I think it was just a lot more, kind of maybe similar to your role, like project mm-hmm. manager, but like less, didn't get the title, like not dealing with all that. No, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit more excitement mm-hmm. going on. Definitely. Dealing with different people. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, my next one has to do with social media. I'm pretty proud of myself that I got 10,000 followers on Instagram and 80,000 on TikTok. What an influencer. I know, <laughs> um, I know that like numbers and followers aren't everything, but I did start... I started the um, Instagram from scratch in 2020 during quarantine. Well, I think a lot of people started like random hobbies during quarantine, like baking and trying to do new social medias. And I started off because I didn't want to use my personal because I didn't want people to be like, what is she doing? Why is she trying to like post all this new stuff? And so... My, this new Instagram, Libby Beyond the Label, has been quite the journey, because I started off, like, doing drawings, like, on my iPad, posting that, and then I opened a small business, and, like, was posting more of the small business, and then I, like, transitioned to, like, more influencer, just, like, posting. Your apartment, you had a big apartment trend. I did the, I did the <laughs> whole apartment journey, and then I did, like, started posts more about being, like, getting an engineering degree, and then here we are, and we so... Are. Here, here we are. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I, I wanted to say, like, kind of the numbers so that hopefully I can look back, like, in a year and say that I increased even more and be like, mm. oh, my God, little baby girl. <laughs> so many followers with 10,000 on Instagram, 80,000 on TikTok. So, yeah, it's been a journey. I'm just – I can't wait to see where it keeps going. I think that um, social media is really interesting in the fact that it's such a long-term thing, you know, like – I think people want, like, instant gratification when they start new social medias and, like, mm-hmm. what? I want to just go viral and, like, be famous or whatever. But it's, like, really is you got to put in the years to, like, Definitely. see the... I feel like you hear all those stories of, like, oh, I just posted one video and I got a million followers or something. Yeah. And, like, oh. and it, so it, it'll, be, it'll be cool to see how it progresses. But, yeah, that is my Definitely. second achievement for 2021. Awesome. So I would say my last one would be starting a side project. I feel like I've been trying to find something to do on the side of work. And I feel like that's it was very hard to transition from school where you have something going on all the time. You always have something to do, always have, you know, some event to go to. And then you're like working. You're like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. 
and I'm like, okay, I'm used to being busy. Like, what do I do? I clean my room again? Like, I'm like, especially during COVID, like, you know, on the weekends, there wasn't any, like, not much to do at the point. I was just like, yeah, crazy. So I think this was exciting. I think I'm very excited to see where it goes. I know. I know. I'm, I'm hoping we, like, put in the work long term and, like, we can look back at when we first started and. We're like documenting our lives. Yeah. In your ears, you're listening to our life documentary. <laughs> so that is awesome. Yeah. What are your? Uh, you have any big goals for the podcast specifically? Oh man, I think one big goal is just getting a lot of guests on and being yeah. able to meet new engineers through the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think that would be super cool. The fact yeah. that we started this and we were able to meet these people through something that we started and did yeah. ourselves. And, like, have people here, like, in our space that we're creating. Yeah. I think it'll be really re- rewarding. I hope like, so. So I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, achievement number three for me in 2021. I bought a house. That's uh, big. <laughs> it's so random. Um, and I say that it's so random because I was not, like, planning to buy a house at all. Yeah, literally. Literally, we got dinner that Friday. Yeah. And you're, like, talking, and I was like, oh, how's the apartment? And you're like, oh, it's nice, you know? And I was like, oh, would you ever, like, think about moving to a house? She's like, no. Like, mm, no way. <laughs> and then uh, the Wednesday after, I get a text. I bought a house. <laughs> oh, I was <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's so random. Especially because I feel like on my TikTok and on my Instagram, I just did, like, the whole year of getting ready for the apartment. Yeah, literally. And I get like, okay, let's move to a house. And then I was like, oh, let's get a house. And the apartment was super random too because like I remember I just woke up one morning. Obviously, when you're done with college and you're like living at home, at some point you like think you're going to be moving out. But like I didn't really have a plan. And like one day I was just like, I'm going to get an apartment. And my parents <laughs> were like, what? And I was like, yep, I already scheduled an appointment to see one, like all this stuff. And then I got the apartment. And then like in... Oh, I think it was June or July. Both my parents are real estate agents. So I was sitting on the porch at their house with them. And I don't even know. I think it was like a rainy day or something. There like wasn't much to do. And I was like, yeah, you guys are never going to be able to find a house for me. I bet you you're not. Like, I'm very picky, very specific taste. And I was like, within my budget, like, no way. And my mom was like, um, you want to bet? And so <laughs> she, like, looked at these houses. And we were kind of, like, looking the, at them online. I was like, ooh, like, these are kind of cool. Like, I didn't think that, like, I'd be able to, uh, like, in my price range, these houses would look mm. so nice. And so my mom was like, well, we can just, like, go see them today. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. I think it must have been that weekend after yeah, probably. Because I think we got dinner at, like, a, on a Thursday or something yeah. random. And so we went and, like, saw these houses. The first house was, like, really nice, but, like, didn't have closets. Oh, really? And I was like, cute, but, like, where am I going to put on my clothes? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I have a lot of clothes. Yeah, my mom, it was a two-bedroom. My mom was like, you guys can make, like, the second bedroom just a closet. And I was like, mm. Yeah. So, like... Okay, like let's go see the next one, and then ne- the second one was the house I ended up buying, and I like I remember walking in, and I was like, "This is my house!" Yeah, like, it's I, beautiful inside. It's like completely done. Completely done. I just like declared it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is my house!" My parents are like, "Okay, we have a couple other like let's see a couple others," and then at the at the end of the day, I was like, "I really like that one." Like we figured out we can make it work financially. Like I had just been randomly saving, and we were just able to make it work and so with the current housing market I know that it's really hard for people to find houses like within their price range and even if they do find houses within their price range I've heard a lot of like stories of people being like I offered 20,000 over and I like still didn't get it or whatever so I was super nervous about it and my mom was like well like if you if you do really like it let's you got to put an offer in otherwise it will go like someone Mm -hmm. else will buy it and I was like okay so we put the offer in and then I got accepted, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm a homeowner now. Like, I don't know. I always thought that I would buy a house, like, maybe later in my 20s. Yeah. So to do it at 25, that was, like, surprising, but, like, exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a very big achievement. That's a good achievement. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay. So the, we just went over our achievements. Do we want to move in next to our, like, shorter-term goals, like, maybe just for the next year, like, 2022 goals? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I can talk about my work-related goals. So, I have three of those. So, I personally want to travel more for work. Um, so, I want my boss to be confident enough to, like, send me to these different sites and be able to pick up a project. 
um, at a site that I'm not really familiar with their procedures and just be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I've been sent to like Connecticut and New Jersey, which I don't know, personally I love traveling. So that's why I really liked that consulting role initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when they asked me to relocate and I was like, mm, yeah. it's not, it's not what it, the terms were. It's but, harder uh, long term too. Yeah. You know, it's easier. I feel like if you can just travel and like be at the place for a little bit and then for come a few, home. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully get some more traveling, especially, I don't know now with COVID, we'll see. Do you, like um, do you do a lot of traveling on your own or do you, are you typically going with another coworker? Um, in the beginning, it's usually like we get multiple people. Uh huh. So, but I think, you know, when you have to be there for multiple weeks, it's just you. So I think it kind of depends on the project, but I don't know. Hopefully I get, you know, to travel on my own a little bit more and be able to represent my team. Yeah. Well, so, and then, uh, yeah. And then regarding work, just presenting more trainings. I think I need to get better at speaking to yeah. people and I want to, I think that'll help like visibility purposes as well. So I want to present more trainings at work, even though I think that's something that is easy to avoid. And like, you know, if you don't have to present the trainings, you just want to stay in the background, but I'm going to try and force myself out of my comfort zone. This will help too. Yeah, definitely. I think like feeling more comfortable just talking. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then the last work goal is getting a mentee at work. I think that would be a good transition into maybe like a managerial role without you know, getting all of that responsibility at once, just mm-hmm. again, practicing and getting out of that comfort zone. Um, but yeah. Does your you? um, company take on a lot of interns? Like, could you see yourself getting an intern in the future or? Um, I don't know if my team specifically has yeah. interns, but I know that the company does in general. So yeah. that could be something. I think it's something that we would have to work out, work with a different department. Okay. So I don't know how that would go or like maybe a different site that has like a new entry level engineer. So. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. How about you? Um, let's see. Um, before I go into that, I want to ask you more about the Mm -hmm. traveling because I have traveled for work only with other people and I don't, do you feel confident like traveling alone? Like I'm like scared because like I've never really rented a car before Really. or like, like on my own. I always like go with someone and then they're like, what do you want to do about the car? I'm like, let's just share one and you can pick it up. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was actually, I mean. I feel like I've traveled a lot with my family, so I know all that, so thank God for that. But um, I know that was one of my coworkers, actually, that I was traveling to on the East Coast um, at this role. He had never rented a car before either. Yeah. So he's like, I don't really know what to do. And I was like, oh, I already got it covered before. Yeah. Like, um, so I was, I don't know, that was fun to like, be able to know all that and get that all planned. Um, but then actually our company has um, like a travel department that helps you plan okay. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just tell them what you need, how many nights, where you want to stay, and then they just plan everything. And then oh, they send that's it nice. to you, which is so nice. Yeah. Um, but actually at my consulting role, you were in charge of planning your flights. You were in charge of figuring all that out. And then we had company cars that we would keep on site or at, you know, the apartment building, um, because the housing was covered. And then you would have to just like plan with your coworkers yeah. about, about that. So that was more like, interesting because you're kind of like taking away their personal time because if you're like okay my flight's on a sunday night like yeah. right before work can you come pick me up from the airport you know instead of ubering mm-hmm. so i don't know that was very interesting to try and deal with like that little dynamic yeah but, yeah it's very different you know here because they have that travel department that covers mm-hmm. all that I definitely want to get better at, like, um, and I didn't even write this down, but I think, like, just in the working world, I want to get better at, like, the travel perks, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people that I work with, like, schedule their flights because you can do any airline. They schedule them, like, really strategically so that, like, if they always fly Americans, that they can rack up the points. And then, like, um, you know, the, um, what is it called? The, like, on American, you're... Username, your rewards rewards (laughs) profile or whatever it's not like it's through american so like if you a lot of people then use those points for personal trips like Mm -hmm. they go on family vacations or whatever like use those points so i'm like or or like using like a a travel credit card Mm -hmm. you know like i want to get better at that but yeah i was like looking at the southwest card because you get eighty thousand points when you sign up yeah i'm like and then fun and then you can like use that personally like if, yeah. you, if your goal is, like, for more travel, you know? Exactly. So. Okay, Um, I have a couple work ones. So, I want to take on projects at work that deal with other types of equipment. So, in my past uh, two years working at the company, um, with power generation, I uh, work on power plants on the steam turbine side. 
And there's just so many components that go into like the valves or the generator or the turbines. And um, I feel like I'm starting to get more comfortable in like certain aspects of refurbishment. Like, like for example, like valves. I feel like I'm really confident. Like if my boss gives me a valve project, I can be like, okay, like I th- I'm pretty sure I know like the disassembly process at this point, like how they're going to inspect them. And I, I feel like if I'm managing a project like that, I can like um, anticipate the pitfalls to try to plan better. But there are definitely still some like areas or types of equipment where I feel like I'm still just like, what is Mm -hmm. that? Like I've never worked on that before. So, and that's like hard because then I feel like, okay, well I'm in this role managing this project. I should know, you know, like I, so then I feel like guilty that I don't know. And like, you know, it's like a growing pains, like yeah. a learning curve. So I just really want to try to take on other types of projects, which I do have some lined up so that that's like nerve wracking a little bit, but it'll be good. Um, and then I uh, kind of like along with that work thing, I want to take on a major outage, which I can do a whole nother episode <laughs> talking like all about the different distinctions of my job. But essentially, it's just like a very large project um at the power plant and I have done a lot of like managing smaller aspects of a major outage um and there are some project managers at uh, my company who they get the major outages a lot and so like I look up to those people and I really hope that like someday soon I can like make to that point where like my boss and like the customers can trust that like they know that I'll do a good job with the major outages um so those are my two work ones. Um, did you have other categories of goals yeah. that you wanted to go into? But I- one thing about your first one. So I agree with like learning the equipment. I think it's very, it's very intimidating in the yeah. beginning. And I feel like you, you can read all about it, you know, all about the equipment right. before, but until you actually work on the project, you never know, you know, yeah. fully the process. In that case, what would be your steps to kind of prepare for like a new piece of equipment? Uh, that's a good question. Um, a lot of it is just like, I think you just need to be thrown into it. Like there's, like you said, there's only so much you can do with reading and looking at, at drawings and like, you know, sometimes I'll try to go down into the shop and we have like people that specifically work on the floor doing all the disassembly and reassembly. So I try to spend some time down there when I am in, in the office and just like talk to those guys or girls, whatever, and see if they can give me advice. And I think they appreciate that because I think like, some people in commercial roles don't always like to get down dirty, you know, like in the nitty gritty. So I don't know. I, I'm excited because I have a project coming up this spring in Florida and the customer contact, I get along with her really well. And it's kind of cool to like work with another girl, you know, Mm -hmm. like two girls running the project. (laughs) So, um, you know, we, we've been kind of talking like, ooh, getting ready for this outage. Like, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Like, so I think like, I just really need to be thrown into it. There will be tears, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> yes, there always are. <laughs> yes, there always are. It's funny. I talked to my, um, he's like, he was my mentor. Now he's like my boss the other day or not like a couple of months ago, probably when I saw him in the office and I was like, yeah, like really excited for this outage season. I hope it goes better. Like, I was crying a lot working from home. And he was like, you were? And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, I'm a sensitive lady and I don't know what's going on. And he's like, I was like, I just want to do good. And he was like, oh, well, you're doing good, but I, I didn't even know you were crying. Like, you should have told me. And I was like, no, I didn't want to tell yeah, you. Like, you're like, it's okay. I just need to do it. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's gonna happen either way. All right? I was like, it's a personal thing. Like, yeah. I just gotta get through it. And then feel more confident he's like oh okay like <laughs> he's like a good weirdo because <laughs> yeah. he's like not used to working with a young girl i'm like i'm sensitive okay? you're like i'll deal with it just let me, let me <laughs> and like let me cry in peace <laughs> like so yeah sure there will be tears but um yeah exciting we can't wait to hear about it i know i'm sure i'll have like updates on the podcast being Hopefully like the world, beach, o- yeah. the world is the world is ending. the world is over <laughs> but exciting all right, and then I have two personal goals. So one would be getting into running a little bit more. I keep Ooh. talking about this. I always talk about this, and my friends are always like, oh, you always want to start running. <laughs> I never start. But I think maybe saying it on this podcast will... It'll hold you accountable. Me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So 
I want to get more into running, you know, whatever that entails. Mm -hmm. That's just general. Um, And then the last one, I kind of touched on it before. It was growing the podcast and just meeting more engineers through it. I think, you know, we've talked already, like, briefly with a lot of cool people that want to join, like, want to be on the podcast. Yeah. I think that would be so fun. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it'll be cool, too, to get perspectives from other people because... I think, I feel like we really only have the experience of people we've gone to school with. Yeah. You know, or like our friends or whatever. So it'll be cool to talk to people who like went to other schools or like had other experiences. Definitely. And like how how differently they were prepared. Like yeah. Like school, you know. So. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have three kind of, kind of personally type ones. So like third, um grow the podcast and maybe start a Facebook group, like start a community. I think that would be a cool goal. Um, I think it, it would be cool if we just had like a safe space for people to ask questions, you know, like obviously people can ask questions to our Instagram, but like start that place where people can kind of have that dialogue back and forth of like asking questions about like where to live if they yeah. like get a job somewhere new or like how to prepare for interviews or reach out and see if people have connections like hey I'm applying at this or interviewing at this one company does anybody work there that can give me tips or something um and I just think that would be a cool thing to do um my fourth one is to read more um before college I was like I, I have like memories of being in middle school and like always reading whenever my family was in the car or whatever it was had a book with me or like in school, I always brought, like, a book to read, like, in class if I had finished something up, so. Little bookworm over here. <laughs> little bookworm, I know. And then, like, I didn't really read in college because, like you said you before, don't time, you don't yeah. have time. Like, if you're not studying for one class, you're doing homework for another class, and, like, by that point, you just want to veg you out. You just want to go. Look at your phone. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you don't want to read do something fun. Like, well, not that reading isn't fun, but. No, yeah. yeah. You want to, like go out (laughs) you don't want to sit at home and read a book so I um kind of started reading a lot more in 2021 and then this year I want to read I have 15 books that's my goal okay so like that's like a little bit more than one a month um I don't know I just feel like I want to read more (laughs) like any specific like genre or um I've been really into self-help books which okay. I feel like is so cliche for a girl in her mid-20s to be reading like self-discovery books but they've just been like really eye-opening to me really like inspiring just they've helped me kind of like reflect on my life so far and like kind of figure out a vision of where I want my life to go and I don't know that's so cliche like you see that in so many like movies of people being like what should I do with my life but so yeah, and then um, one last one. I just want to be, like, more financially literate. So that also kind of goes with reading books. Um, I read the I don't know if you've ever, ever read this book or heard of it, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, I've heard of it. I um, read it. Good book. Good okay. book. Re- you recommend? Very highly recommend. it. Um, it's this guy who, like, I'll just give a brief on it. It's not, like, spoiling anything or giving anything away. But basically it's this story of this guy who when he was a kid like he had this one experience with his family and like his dad his dad was like typical like nine to five always being like oh we we need to save we're broke whatever but they lived in like a really nice house and like we're always taken care of and he had this friend who lived in like not as nice of a house but his dad like was really rich and so it, it this the book basically just gives like these lessons that he learned from his rich dad which was like his friend's dad Mm -hmm. and he like kind of compares them to his poor dad or like his dad who wasn't poor but you know like so it gives a really interesting perspective and so I I don't know I I don't know where I want to like take the financial literacy I just think like everyone can do good by like learning more about like stocks and saving and you can teach me about the stock market. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, reading more about, like, financial mindset. And I don't know. Like, I, I we don't really learn about it in school too much, I feel like. Definitely not. You know? Like we don't. I mean, I took an econ class. But. Y- yeah. Like, I, don't, I have a savings account. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I have, like, a retirement fund. But, like, I don't, you know. I don't know. That's just, like, a goal to be more financially literate and just, like, to learn more about it. I don't think I'm going to, like 
become a personal finance guru in one year, but just I think it would do me some good to kind of take it upon myself to like become more educated in that mm-hmm. place of my life. <laughs> Very good. Okay, I think that wraps up goals. I think so. Um, then I think we kind of wanted to talk about like our work experiences, go into that a little yeah. bit. Maybe talk about like how we got started. Like, interview-wise. Our tra- roots. <laughs> our roots. <laughs> the transition between college. And then I think it would be cool if you touched on, too, a little bit more about the transitioning Definitely. jobs. Yeah. So, do you want to take it away with sure. beginning of yeah. your career? So, I graduated when COVID was uh, at the peak in 2020. Peak COVID. Yeah. So then, inter- you know, applications, I don't even know. I think I applied to 200 jobs. I have an Excel of, like, yeah. <laughs> of like a list of all these jobs. Um, but yeah, so I started at a consulting firm, so it was a validation consulting firm. I, my first project was in the Maryland area, um, working on equipment validation. Um, so there I was on site every single day and the firm was based in the Chicagoland area, but then I would travel, um, every week to site. Um, and then eventually, like I said, they asked me to relocate, which was not in the initial terms. Um, so I said, okay, I can't do that. And then I think the communication, it wasn't, there wasn't too much communication. So I'm thinking, okay, once they give me the deadline, they're going to kick me out of the company department. So am I going to have uh-huh. jobs? So I was preparing, applying to other jobs. And I ended up getting a very good opportunity here in the Chicagoland area. Then I ended up coming back here um, after like six or seven months at that first position. Um, and then this was a larger company. Um, started remote, did a few months remote, and now I'm on site mainly. Um, supporting a project but again I'm like based remote yeah um, but that transition was very weird just starting remote coming from being in person I feel like I learned a lot at that first role and I really liked the company I really loved my coworkers. Um, I just could not commit to moving to the east coast weren't you like also traveling there like Weren't you there like every week? You had a, yeah. Did you have an it apartment was, there? Yeah. And, like, so you they would covered. Come home? Yeah, they would. Co- they covered the housing, so it was very nice um, during the weekday. But then I'd fly back Friday afternoon, and then fly back Sunday That's night. Just, like, so it's just draining. so much work, yeah. especially when you're not supposed to travel because of COVID. But you're like, yeah. So I mean, and I don't know. I was exhausted. Yeah. I all was the time. Just so tired. It's <laughs> like I felt so lame. I'd come home and I'd just sleep. Really. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, I love the East Coast in general, but. Yeah, and then transitioning to a remote job from there, it was just, it was crazy. It was just insane how different it was. Um, But, yeah, I think it was just very overwhelming in the beginning of that new role. Yeah. Honestly, it worked out. But it it happened. Happens for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Did you, was it interesting doing an interview for your new company after how, like how is that different from interviewing right out of college you know because now you've had yeah what like six months seven months or however long Definitely. it was of experience yeah. so I think I was able to answer the technical questions way better yeah um, yeah so I actually had experience and like could explain I think one of the pro- like questions was how would you start a new project from scratch oh okay which I think my boss wanted to see if I would be able to handle these products kind of had the said, thought process yeah, was like she, yeah. she's gonna need to lead these projects eventually um so I was way better at you know answering those questions and like the technical terms of everything yeah so I feel like it's so different like I was I was doing a TikTok live the other day (laughs) and I was talking to people they were trying to get advice and I was just like I don't know you just even being an intern like you don't get that experience you just need to be in the real world for a sec yeah and then it's like you need you learn a company's processes or like how they operate and all the, it's just so different than college, you know? Definitely. And, and, like, that. so that's good that then you had that experience for your next interview. Definitely. And just, like, being in that situation where you're telling someone, like, your manager that, okay, I'm not willing to relocate here. That was just the most awkward and, like, tough situation. How did I you do to, that? I feel like I, I cried. Just, I know. I was like, <laughs> how did you approach them? I was telling my mom, I'm like, I can't say no. Like, I'm going to have to go here. I'm going to have to yeah. go here. And she's like, oh, my God, you're being so dramatic, which I was. <laughs> But and then they probably just, were like, okay, like, yeah, and or were they fine was, with I, it? Yeah, they were just like end a conversation, and that's where it was left off. Like, am I still gonna have a job? Like, I was yeah. like, okay, like they never said, okay, like that's fine, or like they were just like, okay, like thanks for letting us know. Yeah. So then I just was applying to other jobs, and then 
you know, I told them, gave my two weeks notice. Was that like, scary, uh, giving your two it weeks? Was, it was crazy. I was like, oh my god. I'm scared. So, it was just, like, so much miscommunication. But, again, it worked out for the best, like, um, but it was just, it was just such an interesting That's, like, one thing like, that I'm, I'm scared about, like, giving, I'm not scared, but I've thought about, I, I really do like my company, and I, I do want to stay here for a while, but I have thought about, like, oh, like, I could maybe start looking at other positions if I wanted to, but then I was like, I could not give my boss two weeks. Like, I yeah. feel so nervous. I know. I know. I was, I was sad. I just, and I don't, I don't want to make anyone, you know, disappointed. Yeah. Or, you know, put them in that position either. But again, you have to take yourself into consideration. You have to do it in a very respectful and professional way. Yeah. And you just don't burn any bridges, but. Again, well, I, I've like seen so many things too, where people are like, at the end of the day, you're all like replaceable. Like they don't yeah. care as much as you think they care, Definitely. you know, like they're going to find somebody else to do your job. Like, it's yeah, not... exactly. Like, just yeah. because you're leaving doesn't mean the company is going to crash and burn, you know? <laughs> sometimes I, wasn't that I feel like that, yeah. you know? Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't leave my projects because they're mine. And, like, yeah. my responsibility, but... Yeah. But, yeah, so on-site there, I was, like, more execution. It was more routine testing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here, at this role, I kind of, like, start the whole drafting process and, like, project from scratch. So I think, yeah. like, when I went to that site, it was already, like, set. Everything was already ready, and it was just, like, they needed someone to, like, do the testing. Um, so, yeah, very different experiences. And then you had to, like, meet people during COVID. Yeah. Well, I guess in both jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how did well, you it was meet easier. people? Yeah, it was easier on site, for yeah. sure. Um, and actually, I worked with a lot of younger people, which I loved. Ooh, I yeah. I loved my team. I miss that. I feel like that's unique, because yeah, I feel exactly. like typically people who work in engineering, it's like a bunch of old people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was honestly so happy. I loved my team. But um, yeah, here at this role, this company, I work with a lot of older people, which again, I think it's harder to meet just because I was remote. But now that I'm on site a little bit more, um, I do get that like little banter during the day they yeah pop in, they're like hey how you how you doing i feel like it's also so funny when people ask you like how was your weekend and and then i'm like oh good because you don't want to like actually say what you did or yeah. whatever and then you're like how was you yours and they're like took the kids to the yeah. pumpkin patch so i'm like oh cool <laughs> like, you have kids yeah <laughs> nice but yeah so that was kind of my whole thing um, best of both worlds with like a smaller company and then a bigger company. Yeah. But yeah. And now you already have that experience. Like, I feel like, do you feel like you're more confident if you do ever change positions in the future? Cause you already had that kind of experience of re-interviewing and stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think it definitely helped. I think it would definitely be like, again, overthink the process. You still freak yourself out. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think, again, it was just like with our first episode. We filmed it once. We got, it was just like the nerve of doing it the first time. Yeah. So I think. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Why don't you give us a Um, rundown about your roots? Yeah. Your your start. Um, So I, I graduated in December 2019. So I started applying to jobs in the summer. And similar, I had a little spreadsheet and was just applying to everything. Like. Even if I didn't think I was qualified or didn't think I would like it, I was just like, I need a job, like, applying <laughs> everywhere. Um, so I applied for my current position. I actually applied to be a parts engineer in the parts department. Um, they kind of work with uh, more updating drawings because our company is based in Japan, so they do a lot of, like, translating into, like, English units and, like, the English language. Um I don't know. I thought I liked drawing on CAD, so I thought it might be a good job for me. I did the interview. It was extremely intimidating. Um, there's just, like, five men sitting at a table. Yeah. Like, all different ages, actually. So that was kind of interesting. There were two guys that were in my initial interview who I, I thought were, like, kind of a couple years out of college, I could tell. There was someone who was, like... And then there were other people who were, like, a little bit older, um, and that was really intimidating to just, like, sit down at the other end and just be like, uh, hello. Like, this is all in person, right? All in person, because okay. this is before COVID. Yeah. Because I actually was interviewing in the summer. Um, I was interning at a different company, and I told the people, I don't know if they could tell, but I was like, I have a doctor's appointment, so I'm going to have to, <laughs> yeah. like, go. And then I, like, went to this interview still in the Milwaukee area and I like changed in my car into like a professional outfit or whatever so before COVID it's in person 
I did the interview. I thought it went pretty well, but, like, I didn't really know what to expect for my first, like, professional interview. You know, like, you interview for internships, but I don't know. I just felt like it was different. Um, I got a call from the recruiter from the company, like, a day or two later, and he was like, so, we really like you as a person and think you would fit in well with our company. He's like, but based on your experience and, like, the previous jobs that you were explaining during your interview, um, that group of people thought that maybe you could contribute better to the company in a project management role. Like, would you be open to that? And I don't know what project management is. I'm just like, sure. <laughs> I don't know. So, he sends me the... Um, uh, job description because I had to like still go through the process of applying online even though I had already had an interview set up so I read over the job description it's like uh, mechanical or manufacturing degree uh, managing large-scale projects with various different types of power generation equipment I'm like okay like, <laughs> I don't know I'm sure. like, I'll do it. <laughs> just my arm yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay um, it said something I think about like Six Sigma on there and I had just taken a class so I like brought up those terms of like lean manufacturing mm -hmm. and stuff like that lean workouts um in my interview so i had an over the phone interview with my boss and my mentor who then ended up now he is my boss um thought it went pretty well they asked me to come in person and they sat me down and they like went over all the different like spreadsheets and like programs that we use on a daily basis i think they were just trying to like see if I got the hang of, like, like how long, how well I could, like, catch on to new things, you know? They, like, showed me a couple drawings of, like, turbines and wanted to see if I could, like, look at a drawing and kind of figure out what it was. So that was kind of interesting. Then they did, like, this is, like, a three-hour-long interview. Like, I'm oh, wow. exhausted because yeah. I'm, like, you're trying to be, like, peppy. Yeah, you're smiling all the time. You're, like, you're smiling <laughs> and you're trying to be, like, okay, yeah, I'm willing to learn, like, yeah. everything the same. And, um... So then they do a walkthrough of the shop, and it was kind of like, I think it was kind of like my boss was trying to test me a little bit, see, like, how familiar I was with, like, the manufacturing, like, space. Like, he would point out a machine and be like, do you know what that does? Or, like, do you know what that is? And I'd be like, oh, well, that looks like a cutting tool. It looks mm -hmm. like, a, you know, milling. It's a lathe or whatever. Like, do you, wanna, do, do you know what this is? And I'd be like, oh, that's like a screw <laughs> it's like a nut I don't yeah. know. he's just like pointing out different things walking me through the shop so this is like a really really freaking long interview but so by the end of it I was like brain dead and yeah. actually by that point I had finished up my internship which was good because I don't think I could have gone back to work like I was yeah went home I was like exhausted so I ended up getting the project management role. So I got an offer in September of 2019 and then I started my job in January of 2020 so started off uh kind of was under the mentor who was in the interview with me I kind of like worked directly beside him on projects um helped him out with things uh eventually kind of took on more projects my first outage or my second my first outage season I was like with my mentor and I didn't really know what to expect like if I would be with him still or like how long I'd be shadowing him or whatever next outage season I was like by myself and that was like the You're season crying. I'm crying every day because I'm like I don't know <laughs> like, people ask me questions and, be, and there's only so many times you can say like I'll write it down and figure it out for you yeah you know? by the end I'm like I don't know I'm like, okay <laughs> let me just figure out these other questions first so yeah and and I've been with the company ever since I didn't really like, I didn't apply to the job because I was like, ooh, I want to do power generation, you know? Mm -hmm. I think I've kind of, like, learned to like it. It's a really fast-paced industry. It's – there's some travel involved. I think I – it's – the more I do it, the more I'm like, oh, this is really cool. This is really mm -hmm. interesting. I could see myself being here for a while. And, um, you know, people say, like, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. So I don't know what it would be like to work for a different company, but I really like the people I work with, so – yeah, that's kind of how I got started, and we'll see. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, I think, do we, is there anything else we want to touch on with, like, our jobs? 
Um, maybe just like me interviewing like remotely because Oh was, yeah. So yeah, so I did all of my interviews remote fully, like all of them. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> um Like Zoom or, yeah. or phone calls or both? They were both. So usually they started with a phone call, um, like as a screening, and then it would be a Zoom call. Um, and those were like usually an hour. And then I remember there was one role that I was interviewing for that did a panel interview. Oh. So it was like six different people on the Zoom call. Oh. So that was like kind of interesting deal because like it was funny like when they would like two people would speak at the same time and then and they're like, like, they'd be like oh, mm, uh, and I was like okay you go we you all felt awkward <laughs> I was like so that was super interesting but um, yeah that was something definitely to get used to and like for school I know that they just never prepared they prepare you for the in person interviews and then I just they just we're not ready to prepare people for the Zoom interviews. Yeah. Um, there are a few recording interviews where you had to record yourself. And they, oh. like, give you some, like, questions. And I hate that. It was terrible. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I think that's where we differ in our experiences. Like, yeah, everything was definitely. remote for me. But for you, you know, at least you had, like, the in-person. Which, I don't know what I would prefer, honestly. Because I did do in-person interviews before COVID. For, like, internships and yeah, stuff? Yeah. But I feel like now I've just gotten so used to, like, Zoom stuff. Yeah. But... Yeah. Did so. you, and then did they, like, ship a computer to you? Or yeah. Because your first day for both jobs was mm-hmm. remote, right? Yeah, actually for the smaller firm, I had to go pick it up okay. on the weekend. So, again, that was, like, a little different with, like, the personal time, I think. Yeah. You know, because it was a smaller company and smaller com- companies in general, you kind of have to do things on your own time and, like, after work hours. And I know mm-hmm. bigger companies are more, um, you know, aware of your time. And they're like, yeah. okay, we'll ship it to you. We'll do that. We'll get that all taken care of. That was, like, one of my biggest struggles my first year working is that I would get so peeved when I worked more than 40 hours. Like, I would be like, I am only getting paid for 40 hours. Why am I working longer? And, like, the expectation to sometimes have to do things on the weekends. And I would be, I would be pissed. Like, I was (laughs) like, I need to apply to a new job. I hate this environment. Like, I would always vent to my mom. My mom would be like, then apply to somewhere new. Like, stop complaining. Like, but I, I don't know. I think, like, after I finished up my first year, I kind of, like, I don't know, shifted my perspective a little bit and was like, okay, well, it just, it is what it is. Yeah, like, definitely. You, you just know, gotta get it done. You just gotta get yeah. your stuff done, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know, like, I don't think that I was prepared to, you know, have to work sometimes on the weekends or yeah. whatever. I know, I think sometimes, obviously, like, we have to work after hours. I just feel like I think of each little project now that I'm able to, like, lead my own projects as my own little baby. So I'm like, yeah. I don't want them. I just feel like I'm very type A. Like, I don't want them to fail. I want them to... We're so feel, similar yeah, in that. I yeah. feel like I just... I do end up working maybe Sunday nights to prepare for that. And I'm like, yeah. no one cares that much about this project, I guess. Or it's not that high priority. But I'm like, every everything needs to be in order. Yeah. Like, I think... I don't know. I think I just have the mindset of every project is, like, my own little little thing. Uh-huh. But then I'm, like, I remember, I'm, like, it's not my own project. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, get over it. Like, but I think that's also, like, a fine line you have to learn mm-hmm. to, you know, balance your work. Because, again, coming from engineering, like, I, again, I was just super type A perfectionist in school, Always too. doing things. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, like, taking that into this. I'm, like, maybe I should get a hobby or something fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird for me because um outages uh a lot of times the site work will be six days a week um sometimes seven days and I remember my first project when I the that first season when I was on my own and something went wrong on a Saturday and we have like work phones and I remember my site guy called me and I was like how's it going like all chipper you know and he's like not good and I was like (laughs) what do you what do you mean like and he's like have you checked your email for the day and it was like noon and I was like it's a Saturday I'm like getting ready to get my nails done I'm like no what are you talking about he's like just open your computer and I remember that that day I I I don't think I'm ever gonna forget that day because it was the first like emergency I had to take care of at my job on the weekend called my mom because we were supposed to get manicures crying and I'm like I can't get a manicure mom I have to work and she's like is there anything you can do to help she like brought over Culver's cheese curds <laughs> she's just like sitting I think she, I put on like the Kardashians for her to watch yeah. in the living room I'm like taking care of stuff on my computer I remember having like the worst day ever but then like I don't know like I just got kind of like you said I think I just had a realization where I was like oh wait these are like my projects like 
you get like a sense of pride. Yeah, your name is on it. Your name is on it. You're the contact. Exactly. And and then, so then this past fall outage season, I think I was kind of more like every morning, every Saturday and Sunday morning, I'd check my computer, check my emails just in case, you know, Mm -hmm. and I felt like I was a little bit more prepared for, even my mom was like, it seems like you handled this past season way better. And I was like, yeah, I did. Because I was like expecting to have to work sometimes on the weekends, so... That's definitely different. Um, well, speaking of jobs, is do we want to maybe introduce the templates that we have? Oh, yes. For our our listeners. Yeah. So, like I said, I had a spreadsheet of all of the jobs I applied to. I love my spreadsheets. So we actually created um, a few templates, and not just you know job applications. We wanted to make one for everyone. Um, so we have one that is related to job applications. Um, where you can list, like, per interview, like, keep track of everything, kind of the contact name of who you interviewed, the job title, the link to the posting, and just kind of, like, everything that I did to keep track of what I needed to mm-hmm. remember, um, like, notes during the interview, remember, like, their little favorite little stories or something that you can bring up in a later interview and yeah. just be like, oh, wow, she's really good at remembering things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have a template for... Um, like a four-year college plan where you we have all like your courses listed because I don't know if it's ever happened to you but I feel like course advice like class advisors or like college advisors they get so busy where they're like oh you don't need to take this class and then yeah. it's senior year and they're like you can't graduate without this class and you're like okay so how are you gonna help me with this because you yeah. told me two years ago that I didn't need to take this and I mm-hmm. am not going to take another semester to take one class right um so just being able to like we have this template for you to plan ahead and just like not be put in that position. Um, and, and keep track of your grades, too. Yeah. Your GPA. Um, and then the last one is just for people who are currently working, who are not in the application process or college process anymore. Um, just, like, keeping track of everything you, you know, accomplished at work, even if it's, like, a minor little document that you drafted, um, just so that you could speak about it and, like, your performance reviews, because I feel like we do so much that we just don't note, and then you just forget to bring it up. Or you, you think it's, like, not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, and then just, like, keeping track of your projects and, like, your deliverables for each project. Because I know one transition, again, in this role is just handling multiple projects at once mm-hmm. for different sites as well. Um, so, yeah. So we have these templates. And um, I believe we're going to do a thing where if you repost the podcast, mm-hmm. like, a from our Instagram or post on your story, um, we'll get we'll send you a Google link with all of these template options that you can take a look at. Yeah, so hopefully they help. <laughs> hopefully they help, and it'll be um, obviously it's free. We just you know it's really important for the podcast to get like the ratings help us uh, reach more people. So if you leave a rating or if you share the podcast, you know just make sure you screenshot it and then send it to. Um, I think we want to do send it to our Instagram or something like that. Yeah, or maybe like a Google form. We'll you can add. The have a link in our then, bio. Yeah, we'll send it to your email. We'll something. send it to your email, and I think that all of them will be really helpful. But just like based on my current experience right now with the job thing, like oh, so like my first year end review, it was so hard to sit down and talk about my achievements because I was like, because yeah. you don't, I don't know. I think we're all pretty humble people. Where <laughs> you know you think, what did I do? And it's like, well. I just did my job. Yeah, you know? exactly. I didn't really, like, do much other than that. And you're, like, but can't even like, talk about that. Because it's, like, your expectations. You're expected to do your job. Exactly. You can't, like, like brag about it. And but maybe like, that's oh, just our personality. I don't know, so yeah. like, these type A people were, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, of course we're going to succeed. <laughs> but you just don't really think about it. And if there was a place where you could keep everything throughout the year, like you said, even if you're just, like, making a document, but you could keep track of, like, how it improved something and why, you know? Yeah, I I just found myself going through my notebook and being like, okay, what did I do? Like, trying to find a random note of, like, okay, do this document or, like, write this or... But um, I feel like having this list just makes it so much easier and just, like, you pull it up and you're like, here, here's my spreadsheet of everything I accomplished. Yeah, and that will look good, I feel like, for your company, too, just for your supervisors to be like, I have this spreadsheet that I keep track of everything, like, they'll just show that you... Like, can take initiative and just, you know, I don't know, make you look better. Definitely. Yeah, you're organized. You're a little little planner. But. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully we can cover everything that people need. Like we said, it's, we have the thing for college to keep track of. We have um, the thing for applying to jobs. And then we have the thing for um, work. And even if you're 
I, I don't know, maybe if we have high school students listening, I think you can also adapt like the job one probably to applying to colleges too if you need oh, to adjust yeah. it a That's little a bit. Idea. Um, I, I, I think other than that, it pretty much covers everything. Yeah, like, unless you guys have ideas, let us know. Yeah, so we're super excited about these templates. Um, I think it'll just be another way to like, yeah, incentivize our listeners to, of course, we would love to see reviews and ratings and like, you know, any feedback you guys have and then we want to give this to you in return to try to like give back um so yeah anything else we want to cover on today's episode this was really uh, good <laughs> i feel like i feel like we didn't cut it up in sections this was good we just we just we just we just chatted we just went i feel like talking about our career path though our future like where we want to go with her oh yeah how could i forget how could you forget how could i forget <laughs> we have one more segment we wanted to talk about Okay, so I think that was just our general... So we talked about our short-term work goals. Yep. But we also wanted to talk about just our future career path in general. L- long-term, like long-term. Maybe yeah. like five to ten year-ish yeah. plan. What um, are you thinking? Okay, so I have... Um, like I kind of said, I, I didn't really know what to expect with my industry or my company. But I think now that I've been in it for two years, I am just like... I really like it. I don't know. Like, it's, it's really fast-paced. It's um, definitely, like, taxing when you're, like, doing it, and there are some tears. It's emotional, but then it's, like, really rewarding to, like, look back and be like, wow, like, I just did that whole project. Mm-hmm. That Like, that's pretty cool. Um, and it's cool how I, I like how my job, I have a direct impact. Like, you can just Google power plant near me, and you can see probably in the news different things that are happening with power plants, and, like, there's a good chance I've probably been involved in some of those things, so that's that's kind of cool. So I definitely think I want to stay in my industry. Never say never though. Never know what opportunities could be presented itself. But um, I want to try to maybe have like other roles within my company. Um, I don't know how realistic that is because it is such like a, it's hard for like training, like to try to rotate roles within my company. I was talking to some people that apparently like long ago, they did have like a rotational program, which a couple people that I work with were a part of, and I'm like, ah, oh, I wish they still had that because mm-hmm. I think that it would be cool if I could do other roles, whether that be like a site manager or being like a, a turbine or a generator engineer on the floor of the shop, um, and then come back to project management because I do really like my project management role, but there sometimes are times where I'm like, ah, oh, I feel like if I had more experience in one area or another, I could like be better at it you know Mm -hmm. like have a better perspective on it so um yeah and and that's something that like I'll probably be bringing up to my boss uh like seeing if there's opportunities for that like transitioning within my company but I don't know how it would work out logistically but I think that'd be cool to do within the next five to ten years or whatever so yeah what about you um, so I am similar in the fact that I want to stay in my industry. Um, I do want to stay specifically in validation, actually, so I'm pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more of a managerial role and, like, route would be the way I want to go rather than mm-hmm. stay technical. Um, I think I do have a few more years, like, in a technical role just to learn everything. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I definitely want to go down that path, which is kind of why my other short-term goals kind of align with, like, presenting and, like, being able to, like, getting like a mentee and like working on that those like software skills I guess. yeah um and then maybe just like pursue an mba or something or maybe another master's degree that Ooh. would help me in that regard but i think that one i need to look more into and yeah. i think those i'll probably work a little bit before getting that but and sometimes yeah. i don't know if you're i don't know if my company does i don't know if your company does but like sometimes companies will pay for it or like mm-hmm. not pay for it but they'll give you something towards it or whatever yeah so definitely have to look into that. But I feel like that is just on on the horizon yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just I'm just chilling right now. We're just working on the technical part. But mm-hmm. yeah. That would be I, I feel like I could potentially be interested in doing that one day too, or like uh getting my PMP. Um Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. That's uh PMP is project management professional certification. So I think my company does do a thing where they can send you to this retreat in California where you like Ooh. are there for a week and you like get your PMP. Um, I think they that stopped because of COVID. So I don't know if they're going to be doing it again. Um, but that or like uh, getting my black black belt in Six Sigma. Mm. Um, my, 
My company does that as well. Um, or is it black belt or green belt? I think there are different belts. There are different ones. I think ones. black belt is like the highest one. Yeah. And then maybe you start with the green belt. Because we, we'll I think you, I think you start with yellow belt because okay. they, my company does a thing where everybody, no matter what, even if you're like marketing or accounting, they want everybody to do the yellow belt. So I have that one done, but. Nice. That'd be cool to just like, I don't keep know. Keep going. It's always good to have resume builders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to keep your, keep your options open. Yeah. Something to keep you busy. Yeah. yeah. Just like a new thing. Maybe that's just our personalities too. Yeah. <laughs> like we just need like, like hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> but exciting. But yeah. So I think just to close out, make sure to stay tuned on our Instagram for that Google form um, where you can upload the screenshot of you reposting our podcast to your story so mm-hmm. you can get those templates. Um, yeah, and maybe we will uh, do like a, a reel or something or a TikTok where we kind of sneak peek them so people can mm-hmm. see what they look like. They're really cool. I think they're cute. I think they're cute. <laughs> they're pink. Yeah, I changed the colors <laughs> on mine. I was like, we'll have to make it more towards the uh, Best Friends of Engineer marketing. Brand. Yeah. So um, stay tuned for that. Uh, as always, be sure to follow our socials for the podcast um, on Instagram and TikTok. It's my best friends and engineer. And then YouTube is BFE podcast. And then our personal. Um, mine's Libby B on the label on TikTok and Instagram. Mine's Engineer Lexia on TikTok and Instagram as well. Um, and yeah, I'm so excited for you guys to be joining us on this journey. I feel like we finally have it down. Like, you know, I feel like, I feel confident for our next episodes. Yeah, I think so. I think much better than our first. Yeah, <laughs> we're so like, nervous. We're so nervous. Like, I feel like the more we do, the more we just we'll get, get more comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Which again, we have to just go out of your comfort zone sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. All right, well... Catch us weekly on Mondays. Um, Be sure to tune in. Follow the socials for updates. And thank you guys for listening. Do you want to close it out with our signature? Let's see how many takes it (laughs) Wait, are we saying our names again? I think so, yeah. Okay. I'm Libby. I'm Lexi. And thanks thanks for listening to My Best Friends and Engineer. engineer.